0: Hey, this is Suzy Larson. If you don't have time to listen to the full podcast, here's a highlight from today's show. The full conversation is at MyFaithRadio.com.
1: Even discussing this, people get angry. Yeah, Because <laughs> they'll, instantly, they'll instantly go to their, po- their political corner, mm-hmm. which is interesting because I'm not a pacifist. I, I, I'm a traditionalist as far as morality goes, all that sort of stuff. Um, and yet, people will think, oh, you're saying everything's okay then. I'm just supposed to be okay with everything. No, forgiveness says it's not okay. The very act of forgiveness presumes something has gone wrong here, something has been done that is wrong. It's not looking past right and wrong or acting it's not relativism acting like it doesn't matter. No, quite the, quite the opposite. God's forgiveness on the cross does not say it didn't matter. That was a bloody scene on a hill. It said it matters. Yeah. Wow. It, you pay a price to forgive somebody. Yes, it matters. Forgiveness always matters. The interesting opportunity, though, in a culture that's like that, that is constantly offended, how refreshing would it be if the people who were most acquainted with human nature didn't get taken aback by it all the time? If we weren't disgusted by people because we knew, we know humans are broken. We know. We don't have to be shocked. This is life. We should know it better than anybody. Mm -hmm. Cain and Abel. I mean, people Mm. can murder. People can do horrible things. Got it. We know as well as anybody. And yet God wasn't offended and he didn't take off. He entered into our mess and decided to embrace us instead of walking away. I mean, we should be the people who are the least offendable people on the planet, if for no other reason, because we know our own status with God. And we also know what human nature is actually like. It's broken.
0: Oh, amen. Amen. And as long as we're focused on winning the debate, we're going to lose the soul anyway. And I mean, imagine, totally. imagine the witness of truly having such a winsome love affair with Jesus, you know what I mean? To be so assured that he's on his throne. And I'm so assured of that that first commandment to love him passionately and love others as I've loved myself. I mean, to look out for their interests uh-huh. as much as I'm looking out for myself. Then people would rise up and go, you are not of this planet. What, what is, what's your story here? But there, there's, there's so much noise now that they're not seeing or hearing that, are they?
1: They will. It, it, no. Um, in fact, here's Jesus praying and he's praying for unity. And he's saying, this will be what shows that you belong to me. People will see it from the unity. Instead, we are divisive because we are so not forgiving and we are so prone to anger. And we think we're entitled to it because I'm taking a stand for truth. Well, guess what? God's in control of the universe. Mm. You're not in control. I'm not in control. I don't have to control everybody. And that's what happens when you decide you you are not entitled to anger. You, You wind up, and this is what I talk a lot about in the book, is it becomes this freeing, refreshing thing. Like People will want to be around you, not because you don't think there's such a thing as sin. It's because you know you're a sinner, too.
0: Thanks again for listening to this highlight from Live the Promise. If you missed the whole show or want to listen to past programs, you can find them at our website at myfaithradio.com.